Hi, welcome to the For Her Empire podcast. And in this podcast, we address the personal and the business issues that female entrepreneurs face in their day-to-day life. Now, I'm your host, Abby Maracha, the founder of For Her Empire. And today, we're going to talk about how to shine in your lane. And most importantly, get paid. <laughs> because you know, you, you, you're running a business. If you're not getting paid, you're not getting some something out of it it's no longer a business it's probably a hobby or a non-profit or something and we're getting this information we're getting lots of tips from a soul alignment business coach sounds interesting i have so many questions about what that means and she's probably going to explain that a lot more to us but hi ladandra harvey hi ladandra Hi, Abby. So great to be here. Really, really excited at what you're doing with this podcast. And um, yeah, but you said you had some questions for me on yeah. what it means to be a self-alignment business coach. Yeah, you yeah. want me to jump in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just tell us what that is and then tell us a bit more about yourself and what you do. Okay, wonderful. So um, I am, again, LaDondra Hervey, and I am the founder of a faith-based business community called Women Operating Kingdom Enterprises. And that's where we help women entrepreneurs go from purpose into profit and beyond into legacy impact. Now, I will say that that came from uh, my own upbringing because I came, I grew up in a household where there was a, a, a cycle of prison, recidivism, drug, alcoholism, and all the things and you know growing up in that particular household like I remember like asking myself like what would who would my family members be because they were bright they were intelligent and just all these amazing things that I would see in them these amazing qualities but then I would wonder like who would they be if they truly knew who they were and so I had made a decision early on in my life to break that generational cycle and I knew that um, also that a a value for me was entrepreneurship. Didn't know what that was going to look like, but I knew I was going to be my own boss, like period. (laughs) And so as I was, as I was going through that journey, I really didn't know what that was, like I say, what it was going to look like. So I had to kind of go through a discovery stage to figure out try on some different aspects of business. I started with as a career coach, which then later led to because again, I didn't want people to have jobs. It later led to me being a business consultant where you know I'm empowering women entrepreneurs, Christian women entrepreneurs to start and grow their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And the reason why soul alignment, the soul alignment piece came in is actually as I was working with my clients, um, one of my clients, she dubbed me as a soul alignment business because she was like, you know, like you, it's like you go from the soul, like you help us to really dig deep in the soul to uncover those buried gifts and talents that we didn't even recognize or that life had had like thrown over, like buried dirt over. And so we really didn't see it. And so you really pull that out of us and then help us to put the legs on our business. And so that's where that all came from, Abby. That's like a nice compliment to get from your clients. Thank you. Yes, I thought so too. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to wear this because it, it does fit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you had mentioned like you have a community for, for kinder business. So you bring in um, God into, into entrepreneurship, right? Absolutely. Yes, I I, I bring God into entrepreneurship because for me, I believe that faith plays a integral part in um, growing a business. Um, And the reason why I feel like that it it plays a, a 
uh, integral part because you know our faith anchors what we're what we believe and how we're going to establish ourselves. You know, if we if we do that on our own, whatever we create, we have to maintain and sustain our own, on our own. But yes. then, as a believer, what we what as a Christian, I believe is that um, whatever we create in Christ, then He's going to help us to sustain, maintain, grow, multiply all the wonderful things that we desire to do. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like how like if you do it by yourself, you would have to sustain everything by yourself, and that seems a lot. Like it just seems like a lot of pressure, lots of work. But leaving it to God, that's very like yeah. Somebody bigger than me is handling all of this. I can relax a bit. Yes. And, you know, Abby, I, I actually, um, if, if I may, like I was doing that, like at first, like I would, I have bought the worldly model of believing like, okay, so just go like, you know, if it's a money idea, like go for it. But I was doing things that was kind of disconnected from my calling, my unique gifts and who God had created me to be and chasing dollars instead of chasing purpose. And I found myself in a place where I was feeling unfulfilled and feeling like, you know, purposeless. And I was floundering around. Maybe that was some dollars coming in the door but there wasn't dollars that brought in fulfillment what does it be, um, profit a man to get and gain the whole world and lose his whole soul and so I was feeling like like, like just that place of unsatisfaction and I was literally having to hold it up but then when I made an exchange to do things do business Christ way then everything just shifted and like you said I was able to breathe and get back into a place yeah. of alignment and start profiting with purpose yeah. And um, as a fellow Christian, there's this, um, there's something in the Bible that so each and every one of us, he gave us different gifts. Some of us can speak in tongues, some can interpret that, some are good at praise and worship, some have the, the gift of voice, they, they're good singers, some are good at signs and wonders and all of that. Breaking that to entrepreneurship, um, do you, can we apply that to entrepreneurship that each of us have a different gift that God gave us, but related to business? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, there's several Bible verses in there that talks about our uniqueness and us being many parts, one body. And so within that's us, our different gifts, us using and contributing our different gifts. And so, you know, that's something that's really heart centered for me, Abby, because, you know, a lot of times I see a lot of, um, you, I know your, your audience are kind of newer and I, I was, I've been there, you know, um, and, you know, you try to go out and do what you feel like other people are, is doing because yeah. it's successful already, yeah. but you know, you find yourself conforming to a pattern that that uh, of work that's already been done, but there's something that God has uniquely assigned you to do that's unlike anyone else. And that's when you you start to tap into those unique gifts. So, you know, when we think about the gift of service, like, you know, say for instance, you were called to for, for service. A lot of times we think, okay, well, that just means, oh, I'm supposed to just serve in the church or and yeah. and, and be a greeter or do whatever. Yeah. It goes so much deeper than that. Because see, if you were called to service as a entrepreneur, then what that could look like is you just need to break that down a little bit more. Maybe you can, there's a model out there for you to uh, create a, a model to teach others on how to do customer service um, or how to impact leaders, help leaders in, uh, within an organization and um, serve their clients better. Maybe there's a model that's within you um, that can peel the onion there. Maybe it is um, showing mercy. And if it's showing mercy, 
perhaps you're supposed to be creating a nonprofit. So you really have to like kind of look at what that's what that looks like for you. Or you could yeah. be a counselor. It could be that you are a counselor and you're making money that way. It's not just exclusive to the church. Our, 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 our gifts should be put into action as we are in that marketplace as well, because that's where we made one of the greatest impact. Um, so yeah, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, yeah, it does. I really like how like like the service part, how you brought it. That service part, not just be, mean being an usher or you no, know, or, or being one of the the service hosting church. You can bring it to customer service. You can bring it to you know an actual business. I like that. And let's let's say you're you're a Christian. Who are listening to this? Maybe you have some some um, faith, some belief that's a core part of who you are, but you're not quite sure if you should make that obvious in your business. Um, what what do you think of? What do you think of people who feel quite shy in bringing their faith, in bringing their their religion into their business? Well, I will say this. I don't believe that everyone is called to lead with it just like outwardly because um, in their business, some are called to do that as as I was, but a lot or more than none are not called to say, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm a Christian marketing coach or whatever the case is, but how you show up with your values, how you show up and, and serving with your clients and your values and being true to show showcasing the love of God with every interaction that you have with your clients or the environment that you create in your office, whatever, there's things that say what needs to be said without you saying them outwardly. So that's one thing. And I feel like that our lives should say what, what we needed to say without us our words saying it. If we always have to say it, then maybe Probably there's some things that we gotta check yeah. up within ourselves. But if you have been called to, to that that form of service. And I get what you're talking about because I was there and I tried to run from it for quite some time because um, I felt like, okay, so when I put this out there, I'm going to start getting judgments from the Christian yeah. world. I'm going to start getting judgments from who, all these people. You're, you know, just outside and inside the church. And so it, it caused some anxiety within me a little bit because I was like wondering how would I respond to that? And what I had to do was I, I had to ask myself, am I going to be, am I going to be more faithful? to trying to please man or am I in this to please God and I had to really step into that position of ownership of my own identity so if this is who God has called me to be and he's going to equip me to do say be all the yes. things that I need to to do say and be in my yeah. business and he's going to teach me as I go along just as he taught Moses as he went along yes Moses was in a position of leadership when he was under um, the, the Pharaoh, but not like he was when he started to lead the Israelites. And so as he went along, God gave him the words. God gave him the tools. He gave him the wisdom. He gave him the equipment. He gave him everything that he needed, but he had to be open to receive those things. He had to be in his divine lane to yeah. even know what that was going to look like for him. Does that make sense, Abby? Yeah, yeah. Answer? I'm guessing it's because, you know, he who began a good work in you will see to completion. He will give you everything you need also to do a good deed. So it's not just gonna like give you this, this ability, give you this um, this destiny and then like, yep, you're on your own. I have abandoned you, you're not offered. He wouldn't do that. 
you know, he, he gives you the whole package. He gives you the support to go with it. So yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yes. And, and, and I think that when we come to the, rec the, the reckoning of that, that we come with the full package, like it's already there. But sometimes we just have to, to slow down enough to, to be true to who we are. And when we can be true to who we are, then we can see that there's more in us. There's more in us than there is outside of us. Because a lot of time, again, we get ourselves caught up in comparing ourselves, trying to be somebody else because they have this multi-million dollar platform and you just started in your business so <laughs> surely if they have that then I need to be like them no you like you and build from a solid foundation from there get your structure for your business and start serving your clients well because the more clients that you serve well and effectively then that's when that those multi-million dollars and whatever else that you're seeking then that's when it comes so that I, that I just wanted to throw that in really quick yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me a sec. I can see my internet is about just doing a weird blinking thing. Just give me a sec. Yes. So now I had this question. Earlier we talked about how you know God has given each and every one of us different gifts. So maybe someone is listening to this, and right now there are two scenarios. One, you know, you're a Christian and maybe you have a clue how to find the gift. The other is, you know, you you have no clue how a person know what exactly my gift is. Do I ask someone? Do I pray? Like, how do I know that this gift is what is mine? Not one I think that might be mine because I've seen it everywhere and I'm thinking, I can't do this. Maybe that's my gift. So how do I know this is mine, not an imitation of somebody else? Okay, so there's a few parts to that. And the first thing is that sometimes you do have to go through a discovery phase because you're not going to know everything all at once. And so sometimes you're going to have to go through that discovery phase. Just as I mentioned in my testimony at the beginning, I knew I was called to be an entrepreneur. What lane? I wasn't quite sure at the beginning. And so I started with career coaching and realized, yep, no, that's not it. And, yeah. and so I had to try on a few things before I started to arrive in the place and what some of the things that helped me to get there is that I started to really, really pay attention to the things that came with ease and the things that that brought me fulfillment and the things that I wasn't having to force or, you know, try to make happen. It was just it was just happening. Just like, um, again, in the testimonial at the beginning, my client said it's like you start to just unbury things, uncover things. Um, out of our heart that was forgot. Those were things that was coming with ease. It wasn't mm -hmm. something that I learned. It wasn't anything that was forced. So you'll find yourself doing things that you've never learned. And it's happening just like I say, with ease and grace. And it's you're doing it unlike anybody else. And people are seeking you out for that. That's another indicator. People are seeking you out for that thing consistently. So if it's an encouragement, you know, which is exhortation according to the Bible, then they're, they're, your friends are always coming to you. You're the encourager of the group. That's saying something about you. Um, or if you're always the one called for leadership, that's saying something about the indicator for your gifts or administration, whatever those are. And you want to pay attention to it. And when you pay attention to it, then you want to start to think about, okay, so if everybody is calling me for um, encouragement, what does that look like for me? Because you don't want to box yourself into what, what, what you see as a traditional model. Okay, so maybe with encouragement, maybe I'm supposed to 
be in council and maybe I supposed to, uh, you know, go do this in the church with this particular, mm. what does that look like for me? And sometimes you're that a lot of times you're going to have to go and pray and say, okay, God, like it's starting to come apparent to me that, you know, I have the gift of encouragement. How do you see me walking that out? What is my unique design for carrying this out? Am I supposed to do encouragement through, um, coaching? Um, and other women in their businesses? Am I supposed to do this through um, corporate? What does this look like? And that starts to help you to get in position for your lane, the lane that you're supposed to exercise that gift in. And so then once you understand that, then you can start putting a structure in it uh, and, and creating a business model that supports that. But you want to do things in steps. And sometimes you will have to fast. Um, you know, if you're still not getting it, and uh, be patient with yourself and, and, and being discovered in the discovery phase and, and be willing to do the work. It's as with anything, when you go on the internet and you're seeking out a job, it requires work. You have to yeah. seek, you have to find, you have to knock on some doors, you have to ask some questions. The same is true with you in discovering your gifts. Give it time, try on things. And then once you try on things, once you realize it's filling force, kick that out, keep what's feeling good and keep moving and just start to create your own unique mixture. And before you know it, you're shining in your lane and getting paid. Okay, now I have a question. Like, it's yeah, like yeah. is it like, like a guarantee that, let's say I find out what, what my gift is. Um, I don't know, let's, let me think of an example. Uh, Save design, for example. You find out that your friends are always like asking you, like, hey, come do this social media post for me. Come do this flyer for me, this brochure for me. So you think, okay, let's do. Uh, let me start like a graphic design uh, business or something. And then you like the graphic design aspect. But the actual business aspect of it, like the processes, the following up with clients, the taxes, and, and uh, maybe promoting yourself, you don't like that so much. So does that mean that the graphic design is not your gift? No. So what, it, what that means is that there's some things that you want to stop to pause and assess. You, again, this is a process of self-discovery. So you need to start, stop and start to think about um, some of the things. What's causing you to feel that sense of unfulfillment? Um, you know you like the graphic design part of it, but then what are those pieces that's causing unfulfillment? So if it's the business aspect of it, there's a couple of things that you could do. One, if you really are, are, are about on um, becoming a entrepreneur, then perhaps then you need to hire a CEO who's going to run the business. So you get to be the talent of the business, but then you'll have somebody who is the CEO of an operation operating the business and you kind of hands off on that part. Um, I'm not totally hands off because I don't recommend that you're all you're totally hands off. But that's their role and you get to be the talent. Uh, second to that is you, not everybody's called to entrepreneurship. So you have to just be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, so maybe I'm an intrapreneur and maybe I'm not the one who's called to be the, the face of the company, do all the things like that, but I can um, innovate within a company. I can innovate within a brand and create and contribute my talents and gifts that way. Mm -hmm. And so you really just have to be true to where you are and what's feeling good to you. What do you need to discard? Um, and then the, the last thing that I wanna say about that is then also be honest with yourself because 
people will try to put you in a box just because something it's something that you're good at doesn't mean that it's something that you've been called to do. There's a difference between exercising your, your talents and something that you've developed through college or whatever it is, and it's become a skill versus there's something that is just a natural gift. Remember, your natural gift is that thing that comes with ease and grace. And a lot of times it's something that you haven't learned. It's just, it's like, it's just naturally happening for you. And it's like, what? And, but then uh, the, 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 the difference is, is that that talent, you have to develop that talent over time. You have yeah. to, you know, and so if it's feeling forced, then perhaps that's something that you, you shouldn't be doing, or you need to reevaluate mm -hmm. and put it in a different way to where you're operating from a different way in that lane or in that industry uh, and use creativity to figure out what that's going to look out and do not ever box yourself in there's too many options out there there's too many creative ways to do business um for you to be boxing yourself uh or boxing yourself up or allowing someone else to box you in yeah yeah and um i've seen this phrase uh, in facebook group like a million times um share message authentically authentically show up, authentically this and that. What does that really mean? So I, I had to take a deep breath in <laughs> on that because I have my own thoughts and perspective about that. I feel like um, a lot of people use that and they water that down. Yeah. And it's like, well, authentic this, authentic that. I know, but it's absolutely the buzzword at this point. So like, yeah, but what does that mean? <laughs> absolutely. Well, and what I found, um, Abby, is a lot of times people are not even truly living that out. Um, I know that's an ouchie. Um, and it's, it, I don't think that it's on, it happens intentionally. I feel like in their minds that they are truly trying to live out what it means to be authentic, but there's still a lot of conforming um, to try to fit, to please, and to perform, and uh, all the, the things that we do. But in my opinion, to live in true authenticity is to realize your true identity, your true identity of who you have been called to be and who God has destined for the, the purpose and the plans that God has destined for you. And then you're operating from that place in your true, your true gifts, like we've been talking about, like you are, you're living out your business and according to the gifts that he's placed um, on the inside of you. Um, I also feel like authenticity comes from us walking in a sense of freedom. So when we, when I say a sense of freedom, we are literally assessing where we are. And I talk about this in uh, my book, Powerful Beyond Belief, but we're just talking, we're, we're, we're doing the things that we're assessing where we are and we're, we're releasing our past baggage, the things uh, that may have had an imprint on our lives that we didn't even realize that is having an effect or an imprint on our lives. And so we're starting to build our life from an old story that's no longer serving us. And so when we're doing that, we're not living from a place of authenticity or we are um, we're hoarding unforgiveness and that unforgiveness is causing us to um, to, to, to not build relationships like how we need to or live in that sense of freedom 
or not have that sense of trust um, mm -hmm. to build connections with other people. And so you have to really kind of do what I call like some soul work to really, really, really like be to find that truth with inside yourself. And that's going to require you some healing to doing some assessing and to really mm -hmm. find your truth. And again, you may be living from other people's expectations, your own expectations of what you feel like you should and should not be doing. But when you can get to the true essence of who you are and, and walk that out unapologetically without feeling like you have to please anyone but God, then that's when you're in a place of true authenticity or as I call it, freedom. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. I, I like it. Um, so let's say I, I figured out what my gift is. I know how to like authentically get my, my message across. I know this is what God has put in me. This is direction. This is not um, what anyone else is saying. I'm not looking at what one is, someone else is doing and going, maybe that is for me. I'm not comparing myself to anyone. I'm not basing all of this on like some traumatic past. But now I have a clear focus of what, what, I'm, what I'm put in this world to do. Now, when it comes to business, everyone keeps talking about, okay, good. You know, who's your ideal client? How are you going to serve them? How would you, uh, you know, create a, a good brand experience for them? How do I bring that knowing my gifts into the actual, the business process of, you know, of putting my message across, knowing who my target audience is and what exactly they want to hear? How do I do that? I think that's a phenomenal question. And thanks for asking that question because now we're starting to bring it home. So I've done the soul work. I've kind of assessed who I am, yeah. what I'm going to stand for, I have my identity. So at this point, now I need to know who I've been called to serve. And I feel like when that that, that particular piece, it's, going, it's, it's twofold. Um, you're going to have to do some research. You're going to have to do some research to see like, who is your target audience? Like based on what you've been called to do. So it, it, it and the problem that you've been called to solve, um, because we have to start it with the problem that we have been called to solve. And, and then based on that problem that we've been called to solve, then who are the people who have that particular problem? And so when we think about that, the more uh, narrow we can be about that in that person. Um, so I'll just give an example. Perhaps that person is somebody, because see, uh, what I've learned in my work and doing this stuff is that as newer entrepreneurs, there's a resistance to want to narrow down that focus with because of fear of wanting to miss out on somebody. But what really happens is, is you start to miss out on everybody because nobody even knows what you do. So you want to get like really, really focused to the point to where it's like, okay, so it's an African-American woman who, um, if, if I'm a health coach, she's obese, um, at, at least 30 to 30 uh, pounds over and more. Um, she may have this certain lifestyle that's causing a certain amount of stress on her you're getting really really focused about that and now you're saying okay so once I know who she is uh, now I want to start to create an experience around that that's going to which is a brand experience 
that's going to start to attract her to what I have been called to create, the problems that I have been called to solve. Because you're not the only uh, health coach that's out there, but what experience based on your personality, based on your essence, based on your gifts, based on your talents, based on who you are at the core, what, what do you put out? Now, how can you create that experience to start to attract those people that you were called to serve? Because I believe that whoever it is that you were called to serve, they're going to be magnetized to your message they're going to be magnetized to the way you put things out there with your personality i found that you know a lot of times we try to hide our personality i did it like i used to i was trying to like because i was in a um a um I was always one of the youngest and I would be in a lot of rooms where there was older people that were Caucasian and so I would feel, feel like I had to dumb down who I was and I have a, a pretty uh vibrant personality i'm not very out like i'm not i'm an introvert I know. <laughs> I'm like a, I a a personality. yes it's, so i would feel like i would have to dim my light to be in those rooms and i had to find out that once i was dimming my light i was i was actually repelling the people who was called to come in my soul to that i was supposed to serve like they were they weren't even seeing me because i was blending in but when i started to be me out that full essence and 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 start to shine and being who i was then people be like tell me more about what you offer you said you do some purpose stuff i'm like struggling with that and and it would open up that dialogue so i'm just gonna wrap this up by saying know the problem that you solve and once you know the problem that you start solve then start to uh uh put out and create a brand experience around that that's going to incorporate all attributes of your gifts your personality and everything that your client and things that's going to attract your ideal client and that's why i said it's going to require you to do some research as well and sometime in that research it requires you doing some focus groups and in doing those focus groups you can ask so when i I put these type of colors or this type of messaging out like what does that make you feel does that does that is it hitting for you or does it is it repelling you like would you buy this and if you would buy it how much would that be how much would you pay for that you just start to be honest and just ask those questions be really curious and your ideal client will tell you what they need and want yeah uh now just be asking us questions so that we are going to find them by doing <laughs> you said what People, you're asking this question too about like the colors. Uh, would you buy this? How much would you buy it? Now you're just starting out. Yeah, would you find people? Yes, yes. Well, when you when you start to do that, you first want to do some work yourself. You want to do some work yourself and say, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, based on, you know, my unique personality, my style, whatever, like, you know, um, for me, what I, what I did, I, I always pray, like I always pray, like, you know, again, Lord, okay. So you put this vision in my heart, you place these things here. So like, how does this look? Give me a vision. Give me a picture of what this would look like. He says to write the vision, make it plain. So obviously if he tells us to write the vision, make it plain, he he's willing to give us a picture of what that's going to look like for our businesses and all of that. And so once you press in to ask those questions, then you write them. So if he, if you're feeling like for me, I got that my initially my brand colors was uh purple and red and he gave me the it's colors of, huh it's not gold 
Yes, it's, it's now black and gold. But what I will tell you is that um, when I got those initial colors, he gave me the meaning and the message behind those. And so I was able to be clear when I started those focus groups of what those colors, the meaning and the message behind them meant. And I was able to see, okay, so is that, does that feel true? Like, you know, once you, what I'm, what I'm receiving, does that feel true to you? And, and the answer was yes. Like, and so it's, you start with that first initial stuff and getting your first clarity, and then you do external research. First do the internal with yourself and then the external with others. Okay. And if, if let's say you're, you're introverted, so the external work, yeah, that's quite easy to do. The external work with going to go meet people you don't, you've never met before, like, it's, it's quite like, intense. It's quite emotionally a lot. So how do you do that if you're more of an introverted person? Hey, you asked the right one because I am very introverted. These were, I, I started out very, very shy and I had to learn how to know how to turn it on and turn it off and, and do the things that I, I needed to do. So what I will first say is don't let your introvertedness um, be an excuse for you not showing up fully in your lane. People are needing your the value that you bring to the table and they're needing you to be that voice, that light. And I just want, I just needed to take a second to empower somebody who's listening on that because I was you and I was feeling like, oh, okay, well, ooh, what if I, what, like, what if I get it wrong? What if all of this, give yourself permission to get it wrong give yourself permission to learn and to grow because getting it getting it wrong is not necessarily getting it wrong it's a lesson you're taking a lesson and you're learning from that experience to grow your brand grow your business and you will realize that people have more grace than you 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 even thought that they would because they want to help. Most people want to help. So even if you you're shy and you get out there and your presentation of your the business and what you're saying it's a little shaky. That's okay <laughs> because people people genuinely if you have the right people in your circle they genuinely want to show up to help to serve and to help you to get to the level of what you're trying to accomplish because essentially you're in it to serve them. So yeah. why wouldn't they want to, uh, to, to help you in that area? So I would say some of the first things to do is to be courageous because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but have given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So when you start to recognize fear well up in you and uh, start to think about, okay, so what does this fear, what is this fear trying to say to me or trying to deflect me from? Like, what is it trying to deflect me from? Because um, I know that I've been called to do this. And so is it a distraction or is it something that I need to pay attention to, like to, to prepare more for this presentation? Yeah. Um, because sometimes it's giving, it's informing you. Sometimes it can be informing you that you need more information. Sometimes it's telling you that it's just a distraction. So be clear about what, what's showing up for you. Second, like I say, be prepared. Uh, try to be as, as prepared as you can be. Do the research, uh, whatever that looks like, so that you'll be able, when you arrive, it'll help to reduce some of that anxiety. Rather, you're doing it on the Zoom call, you're doing it in person, whatever. 
Um, if you're making a cold call, again, same thing. It's it's you or a cold email or whatever. It's about being prepared. It's about being prepared. And when you're prepared, it, it lessens that anxiety. But then another thing that I'll tell you is that just do it. Because the more that you just step out there and do it, once you're prepared, the more that you'll start to get comfortable doing it. And, and, and it's like repetition, repetition that starts to create a habit of strength and of courage. And then before you know it, you're, you're saying things with like ease and grace and it's just coming out and it's like, Hey, my focus group. And it's, it's not a big deal. I think that we make it a big deal because we overthink it. And, and, and so if you, if you're not overthinking it to the point to where it's causing production, you to be productive, then maybe you need to rethink your strategy. But if you're overthinking it from a place to where it's, it's, it's making you be more prepared to take the necessary actions to drive you forward in your calling, then you're on the right track. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> you're pretty awesome at this. Look at you. Thank you. It, uh, I know earlier I introduced you as a soul aligned uh, business coach. And then we're talking about you know, knowing what your gifts are and doing the soul work, being finding out what the uh, what's being authentic looks like for you. You talk about doing the eternal work and getting the clarity from God. You talk about doing the research. And if you're introverted, well, what's what's this fear? Is it like an actual fear that something is wrong? I need to go change this, or are you just overthinking things and you're just procrastinating? Now, for all of this stuff. Maybe somebody's listening to this or watching them, they're like, yes, yes, yes. Do you help with any of this? Absolutely. I help with this from a variety of standpoints. So as mentioned earlier, I have a faith-based business community where we, we help you to walk out, walk in the fullness of your purpose. Um, once you recognize your purpose, your gifts, your talents, how to um, monetize that as a business owner, and then how to go past that and leave it a legacy impact. Cause I'm all about legacy. Um, and um, the Bible tells us to leave an inheritance to our children's mm -hmm. children. So we should always be thinking forward. Um, and so the, um, we do enrollment for that um, a few times a year. There's a wait list on my uh, website at ladondrahervey.com. So you can jump on that wait list. And when we open that up, then um, that we would love to share that opportunity with you. But as a free resource, I have um, my book for my book, Powerful Beyond Belief, because um, I have a book called Powerful Beyond Belief. And it's it's uh, the subtitle is it's time to release who you think you need to be to become who you were called to be. And a lot of the principles that I talked about in this book, I mean, in this interview or in the book. And so we take a deeper dive there, but you can start with a free resource that I have with um, interviews from experts that um, talk about perfection, self-sabotage, um, how to, you know, to uh, create a business when you just got started and different things like that. And you can go to LaDondraHervey.com forward slash book to get those free interviews. And then while you're there, if you want to, you can purchase the book as well. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to have the link in the description or the show notes. Wherever you're watching this or listening to this, the link is going to be there to our website. So you can get the book, get the interview, uh, get the devotion you had mentioned, as well as be on the wait list, right? 
Absolutely. And the devotion, I forgot to tell you, it's a free 50 day devotional. You can get that as well on the website and it's prayers to cover your business. Um, and so that part is free for you too. I, I wanted to shower y'all with love um, because I know what it's like to be in those starting phases as an entrepreneur, not having the resources for to pray over your business, not having those trusted voices to hear what you need and to call you up in areas where you're playing small. So that's all that those are there for to help you do just that yeah and so Liz, what is listening to this and they want to like connect with you what are your socials uh all those socials are at ladondra hervey except for facebook facebook is at the ladondra hervey because they didn't want me to be great with just my name only so facebook is at <laughs> the ladondra hervey and then the other ones is at ladondra hervey okay so we can get to find you on instagram on facebook and everywhere yes ma'am I, everywhere except for Twitter. I don't really play on Twitter. I don't know what I I'm know. doing. I've never seen it, but I, and I don't miss it. It's so dead. I've not understood the point of it yet. It's just there. Yes, yes. Now, a final question I ask everyone. If you have one advice for a, for a new school entrepreneur who is just starting out, what advice would that be? The advice that I would give is to remember that you are powerful beyond belief. You're powerful beyond anything that you can imagine, anything that you can think, anything that anybody has ever said about you, you are powerful. So give yourself the opportunity to be powerful. Give yourself the opportunity to show the world who you are, what you are stand for, and what and the change that you've been called to make. And do it unapologetically you deserve it and people deserve to see you standing in the fullness of your gifts you feel like a special speaker right now like you definitely have you have like have a foot in there you can do that come on motivate yourself <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it you can too abby because i've heard you as well hey that's let Andrew have you don't be uh, don't be ashamed just show up be unapologetic you're powerful i want you to know that the fact that you, you know you've chosen to start a business that's already you know, a good sign so embrace that power and step into you know what you're called to what god has placed in you LaDandra, Thank you for this incredible interview and the work that you're doing on for her podcast. You are doing amazing work and we're glad that you're a beacon of light for new and inspiring entrepreneurs. So thank you. Nice. It's great to have you here as well. <laughs> I'll give it back to you. 